Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Leave, leave it all behind. Rewrite the story. Change the lines. What if we took the time to get to know a person? Not just the first impression, but their story. I'm Shani Payton, and I am bringing you along as I learn that I am not alone in this journey of life, and neither are you. Join me every week as I hear courageous stories of inspiring individuals determined to leave an impact on this world. I speak with many who have suffered through challenges I myself have been through, such as living in a cult, infertility, foster care, adoption, and mental health illness. I have experienced firsthand how the stories of others have impacted me in my journey of healing. My goal is for you to feel that you are not alone in your struggles. Let's heal together, and you know I'll be bringing some fun along the way. Now let's dive in to some emotional, scary, humorous, and heroic stories. Thanks for coming along as I continue to grow. Welcome to the Shanty Pants Show. This is the moment. It's time to turn the page. Okay, guys, you do not want to miss this episode. This guest is hilarious. Every single day, I laugh when I watch his videos, and he brings encouragement. He brings all the positivity, and I am so excited to have him on the show. You guys, you do not want to miss this, and you definitely, definitely are going to want to go immediately after listening to this and go follow this guy for your daily dose of encouragement and laughter. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Let them know who you are. Okay. Hey, everyone. Hey, audience. I'm, I'm Scott D. Henry. I am a regular, normal dude. Mm-hmm. Just from Utah, age 41, married for the third time. Not that I have three wives. Don't get it confused with polygamy like <laughs> a lot of people do. Been divorced twice, married for the third time to the love of my life. I've got three daughters, a stepdaughter and a stepson. I'm a weird idiot on social media. I've been on TV and I won this belt on Tough as Nails. And that's who I am. I'm just this normal dude. You're just you're not that normal, really. I mean, you're uh, yeah, you're as normal as I am as far <laughs> as the weird level, probably. So so and at, I'm glad you normal. clarified that. 
with the wives because we do a lot of cult stuff on this podcast. Oh no. So I'm really glad you clarified that. But that's when I travel and I travel a lot and everyone's like, where are you from? I'm like, Utah. The first question is, are you Mormon? Second question is how many wives do you have? Right. Right. Well, I'm on my third, but I don't have three wives. Got to clarify that thing. We could do <laughs> we could do a whole nother episode on the Mormonism stuff. Oh, but you you are Mormon, correct? Or just not practicing? Born and raised Mormon, served a mission. Uh yeah, just not super into it at the okay. moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have some even like childhood stuff we could relate on, let me tell you. Were you bo- were you raised that way? I was raised in a like a cult. Oh, like a yeah, for real like a cult. religious. Oh, good times. What? Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, I did not uh-huh. know that. Okay, the, yes. this. Uh, sorry, audience. This. this <laughs> it just got real. Is gonna take like a complete one eighty, and I'm, so cults. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we'll talk about that when I'm on your podcast. Okay. Because everyone wants to know about you. No. And no, yeah, I don't want to yes. hear about cults. I don't care. No, like, you everyone, have a... I've already given all the information about me. Now I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You have a fascinating story and I love it. And how I'll start out how I found you was I like to call it with anyone that I met on TikTok in the beginning, I feel like we like were the beginning of this, whatever TikTok mania is. And you were one of the the first people I followed. And I think, I wish I had a screenshot of it now that you're famous, but I would, I think when I followed you, you had like 9,000 followers. Was it 9,000? It was like way down there. Holy crap. It was at the beginning. Well, do you know? know, Well, so I'm going to be completely honest. When I hit 9,000, I was like, I've made it, yo. (laughs) Oh, oh, me too. Yeah. I I was like, holy crap. 9,000 people want to follow this idiot. Right? (laughs) It's mind blowing. Yeah. Cool. 9,000. I never, I never expected three. So yeah. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy. I still don't. Did I follow back immediately or was I like. Yeah, no, you did. You did. You weren't cool enough then. You know, (laughs) you were just at 9,000. You're like, I guess I'll follow her back. And you weren't part of the great unfollowing? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I was not. But I got to I got to follow through all the drama. And my husband and I would watch you on your lives. We'd be like making dinner in the kitchen and Scott D. Henry's on the phone sitting in the window. Chit chatting with us live. Sounds so creepy. (laughs) It's not creepy at all. Uh Uh-uh. Not at all. So Scott weird. D. Henry's looking through the window. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I, had, I had hashtags created and everything. Scott D. Henry unfollowed me. Well, and I remember people would be like, you, people defending you, like, if you figure the mathematical way, if he actually had to follow so and so million people, it would take him three years. And oh, it was a full on equation. <laughs> and, and in my mind, I was just like, yeah, we're capped at 10,000. I hit 10,000. So I was like, I'm cleaning house. And that's literally yep. all it was. 
That's so yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's catch everyone up cool. because we're, oh, we're starting you know, in the middle. I I know you already, like yeah, close personal a, friends, basically. Right? This is just a normal conversation. I like it. It really is. So we can we've lost everyone. <laughs> so I met I met I met Scott in the beginning, and this is when for me TikTok was like. It used to be Musical.ly. I don't know if you had it back then. I didn't have it way back in Musical.ly days. So I, you know, I'm a professional at this point. And I mean, before the pandemic even happened. But I would use it for like videos with my kids and dancing and whatever. So that's kind of how it started in the pandemic. And then we find all these other 30, 40 year old creators that are hilarious or cool or fun or encouraging. And that's how I found you. And I feel like there was this kind of like group at the beginning, like you and JT. So I feel like there's this like, in my mind, this was the beginning group who I still follow. I, I still have a hard time saying like, follow me. Follow me too and do yes. whatever I say. It's, it's very creepy. Well, I've, I've been called a cult leader. <laughs> I bet you are. I mean, you kind of are. We could probably do an episode about that. Don't you agree (laughs) with that? That's horrid. (laughs) The Scotty Henry. I like. There are like no like legitimately. So there were like, hey, you cult leader, you and your followers. Mm -hmm. You think you're so Mm -hmm. uplifting, and (laughs) (laughs) because you're not at all such a jerk. You're such a jerk. So for those of you that don't know Scott, you will very soon, but he is one of the most like encouraging, happy, funny, uplifting people on social media, which is why he has how many followers on TikTok? TikTok is at 2.6 at the okay, moment. That's what I thought. So, and then everywhere else, millions too, but TikTok's your... Your it's highest, my highest right? for sure. I've got a couple, yeah. I've got a couple hundred thousand on Instagram and like okay. and like a hundred on Facebook. <laughs> oh, so lame. Facebook. It's so hard to keep with all the platforms, and I don't like it. Uh uh-uh. uh So I I call myself a horrible influencer. I'm Me I'm too. bad. I'm bad at it. Yeah. Like I say, and I hate calling myself an influencer. I'll call myself a mm-hmm. social media personality. <laughs> Yes, I like that. You are. I don't don't like being called an influencer because like even like when me and Holly went to Universal Studios over the over the weekend, I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull my phone out. I'll do one. I did one story on TikTok where I was like, I'm in Universal Studios. Not another thing. I kept my phone in my Uh pocket. I enjoyed my time with my wife. I wasn't going to make a bunch of I I just can't. I don't do that. That's not who I am. I'm not going to. It's like you're constantly I, in your life. I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I yeah. want to be present in an experience and mm-hmm. I want to enjoy my time at Universal. The first time at Universal Studios, right. I want to enjoy that time with my wife. I don't want to, of course, I don't want to make a thousand posts or take a thousand pictures. I mean, I took pictures and stuff, but they're for me and my wife to share right. so that I can remember the moment. But that's why I'm a bad influencer. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yes. I, I feel the same. I recently have been called that. And I I like to say that I'm the worst 
influencee, least influencee influencer there ever I'm less. I'm less of an influencer. So I will compete with you on that one. I don't know. It's pretty bad. But you're in you're not influencing a whole lot more people. (laughs) So maybe you do win. I reach more people to not influence. There you go. Yeah. So you win that one. We'll get you a belt made. Okay. Not an influencer. That's my that's my title. All right. So I found Scott on TikTok. He's a big deal. Why don't you tell us kind of how your journey with TikTok started and what it turned into? Perfect. Well, I, yeah, a little over two years ago, I was, I've worked construction my whole life. That's what I know. That's what I grew up doing. My dad worked construction. I would travel with him. I remember being like as young as 13 traveling with my dad to construction sites and him, him handing me a sledgehammer saying like, tear this wall down. And it was just, I loved it. I love building with my hands. I love construction. Um, anyways, I worked my way up from a laborer to a superintendent in the geotechnical field, running multi-million dollar jobs with multi-million dollar equipment, big crews. Um, and I liked it. I really liked it. I hated being away from my family. So When I first downloaded TikTok, it was, I was away from my family in a hotel room, which I had done for years. Um, I would, I would be, I would spend three weeks on the road in a hotel room by myself. And then I would come home for two days with my family. Then it was three weeks on the road, two days with my family. That's why that was my life. And I hated it, hated it, hated it. I'm a big family man. And I hated missing soccer games and picking my kids up from school and hanging out with them. And just, I hated it. Hated everything about it. Then I was home for one of the two days and my stepdaughter Lottie asked me and Holly, hey, I want to download TikTok. (laughs) We were both like, no, ooh, gross. (laughs) This is a gross app. No, all of it. It's like like naked little girls. Like, not, not, all I heard was it was like this dirty app that, like, right. Okay. But then I was like, all right. Maybe I should check it out. Not for the naked girls. Everyone calm down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now we got into another oh, cult. <laughs> but, but I started checking it out and I start I started seeing like lip syncing and I started seeing people my age having fun and like making these hilarious videos. And I was like, oh, wait, is this like fun? Because <laughs> Like all growing up, I could memorize movie lines very quickly. I could remember a song, like I could hear it once and then be singing it to you. And I was like, lip syncing's kind of my jam. Mm. I kind of like this. And so I started in a hotel room by myself. I, I was miserable, unhappy, but I was like, I think I could make some people laugh by doing this. And it's a good waste of time. Like if I'm going to waste my time in a hotel room, why not do it? making people laugh. So I started doing videos and I'm, I'm not kidding. I wasn't even trying for a following. I didn't even care. I wasn't, I did not want to be like an influencer with a following. I had no idea like that people would follow me just happened. I started posting dumb videos and then I would start doing videos, dancing on my job sites or like hanging out with my crew and doing lip syncs on a job site. And it just kind of grew from there. And And then it went into like, I feel like it was so fast where it was like gained a following, 
had CBS reach out to me and they were like, be on our TV show. And I was like, this is, this is what's right. happening. <laughs> so crazy. It's so crazy how fast it worked. But then, yeah, CBS reached out to me and said, hey, we've seen your stuff on social media. We think you'd be a great fit for the show Tough as Nails. And I told my wife, I said, this, I got this fake email from someone asking me to be on a TV show. What do you think? And she was like, I just like, how can it hurt you reaching out? Like, just put a video together. Say like you're trying out. I tried out for Tough as Nails. I was on season two, ended up winning it. And there's my belt. Winner, winner, chicken. That's amazing. And then, yeah, then I get home and I'm still making videos. I'm. I've retired from that construction life because the second I was like, when my income can surpass what it was from being a superintendent, being away from my family, I'm going to move home. So I moved mm-hmm. home and I'm, I get to travel now. I, I travel way less. Now it's like three weeks home and two days away. It's like complete opposite right. of what it was before. And now I get to go and like, I get to speak at schools. I get to give motivational talks about um, never giving up, which we don't need to get into that. But I was at a point where I wanted to give up. Yeah. No, we can get into that. Good. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you know, we have to see the transformation. (laughs) Yay. I don't know. And now it's, it's just a, it's crazy how in two years, how drastically and dramatically my life has changed it's it's I almost don't even recognize like my past life it's it's so weird it's so weird how fast it changed and for the better for the most part it's wonderful yeah do I hate haters do I hate like kind of putting my whole life out there on the internet and Mm -hmm. which I don't and none of us do none of us as social media creators put our whole right we wouldn't be doing it if we hated it I know and like we put a 30 second to a minute video out there and everyone in the world's like, this is your whole life. So I get an opinion on right. it. And it's just not yep. the case. And mm-hmm. it's all new for me. So I kind of, had, I took it really personally and I still take it really personally when someone has like a negative opinion about me and my life and my family. So I, I tend to, I tend to like lash back or like, mm-hmm. and that's just not the yes. way to go about it. And I'm still learning. It's crazy. Right. But that's all I, part of it is learning how to handle that part of it because I know that was like weird Mm -hmm. for me too the first time I got like hate on some of my videos I'm like why do people take the time like I don't even have the time to write positive comments half the time so how do people take the time out of their day to write this two paragraph comment about how you should wear makeup Really? Right. Like, right. why? Right. I don't, and that just, I, uh, when I speak to a lot of creators who are putting their life out there, it doesn't even register with us. Like we can't wrap our brains around like a negative, like taking the time out to try to tear somebody down. It doesn't, I, I'll, I'll right. never understand it. It doesn't mm-hmm. compute with my brain or my train of thought. Like I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I never will. Yeah. And it, that's, I think that's another reason why it bugs me so bad. It's because I just don't, I don't, I don't get where you're coming from. I don't get it at all. Right. But you got to learn how to let it like, I think if you're going to be such a public figure, you know, you're going to get it and you're going to have to learn with roll with it kind of. And it's okay. I feel like to kind of not lash out, but it's fun to use some of the comments in videos. It's like, you guys are giving us free content to create. (laughs) True. So thank 
you. It's so true. I had a, so I have a friend here in Utah. She's been on. So she's got like over a million on Instagram. She started on Instagram a long time ago as an influencer. She's okay. a fashion influencer. She's amazing. Her name's Carol Loren. I've been friends with her husband for a really long time. Um, I talked to him the other day and he was like, bro, can I give you some advice? I was like, yeah, sure. Anything. He said, just, it took us a long time to get to, to, re- to like, to realize this, that what you give attention to is what grows on your page. So if, mm. if you're going to give attention to like a negative comment, a hater, something like that's what's going to gain the attention and that's what's going to grow on your page. And, and I told mm. him, I said, I, I have a, I have a, like a, it's a pattern. I'll go for a while making positive, uplifting, funny videos. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'll get this hate stuff and I'll kind of go down the hate hole for a minute. And it'll be like mm-hmm. post after post after post of like me responding to the negativity. And then after right. a few days, I look back at it and I'm like, Ooh, I hate all of this. And I'll take all of those down <laughs> because I've got gotcha. yeah. my whole page shifts to that focusing on the negativity. That's crazy. And I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. So if I just, I, I like I, every single time I go back and I delete the negativity and then mm-hmm. I, I go back on to like trying to like do positive uplifting things because yeah. that's what I want to focus on. And he was like, right. Just don't respond. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I, it's hard. I know, but yeah. I know. As he said, as much as you want to. Yeah. Why on earth would you give somebody the attention that like, even like in everyday life, you would never even give these people attention. Mm, Why give it, why give them like a full platform? Right. Don't do it. Just ignore it. And like, give the attention to the positive loving people who like support you every day, all day. So. Yes. That's great advice. I agree. That's really great. I love that. Um, would you talk more about being on tough and nail at tough as nails and how that was as the experience, like the whole thing, the filming and like auditioning, all of it. How did that go? Um, it was nothing like I've, like, I've never experienced anything like it before or since. And it was so much fun. working with cbs and the tough as nails cast and the directors and the producers and the camera people and just everyone involved it uh, like the coolest experience you could ever have like on television i think like i've never had another experience on television so but i remember going through like the auditioning and making videos just being like, hi, I'm Scott D. Henry. I work construction. I think I would win the show. And like sending that in to where like you had to do physical tests to make sure that you wouldn't pass out during an episode because it's an extremely Mm. physical reality TV show. And then I remember (laughs) going, like being accepted and then finally being like, yeah, you made it on the show. You've got to come out to California we spent two weeks in quarantine because it was mid-pandemic. Oh, yes. They put us in a hotel room. I didn't leave the hotel room for two weeks. And it was like doing Zoom calls all day in the hotel room. And then like they would send us exercises to do and bring us food. And so like those two weeks, it was just nerve wracking. And th- for those two weeks, I had my phone and I was able to call my wife and talk to my wife. But then after those two weeks phone was taken all communication from the outside world was taken from me i couldn't write an email couldn't call couldn't text and 
I remember the very first day of filming. <laughs> I, I was so naive. In my head, I watched season one and I was like, okay, this doesn't seem too like inti- intimidating. It's the host and a couple camera people. And like, then we just like, we go. <laughs> it's fine. No, not a big deal. We roll up to the first day of shooting and there are semi trucks and hundreds of people and dozens of cameras and there's drones and there's these big like crane cameras and like to to shoot one scene that's like hey you got to walk down this dirt road and then we'd walk down this dirt road and it's like okay go back to the beginning of the dirt road and walk down it 17 more times because we want to do we want to do a wide angle then we would do up close then we want to do it with this camera and then we would do it with drones and i was like i'm not ready for this this is crazy (laughs) I'm not ready. I I didn't, I had no idea. And I was just beyond intimidated. But what, what I liked was the second, like all that other stuff aside, the second it was like competition time and they were like, okay, Hey, this is the real deal. As soon as the, you hear the horn, this is real deal competition. We aren't stopping it for anything. That's when I was like, Oh, cool. Now I'm I just ready gonna, to go. Now I just got to put my head down and like smash people. <laughs> this yeah. is, do what you know how to yeah, do. This is what I know. Who cares if there's a camera in my face? I know that I can put my head down. I can work. I've done construction my whole life. There wasn't anything. There was not one challenge where I was like, "Uh oh, this is going to throw me off. I was like, oh, I've got this. Let's go. Like I, I felt very confident throughout the whole thing when it came to the challenges Okay. The record, the the filming, and the other stuff, and the interviews, and the the time that it takes, like that's where right. I was like, "Holy cow, this is a this is a big deal." And this was in L.A. Yeah, yeah, where they shot. Uh-huh. And so, how long was it that you didn't have access to your phone and talking to your wife and such? It was four weeks. Two, okay. Yeah, two weeks. Oh, that's tough. Two weeks of quarantine. Four weeks of filming. Oh yeah. I yeah. I remember when you left because here you're this big social media presence and then can we talk about what happened with your job like, back then? Absolutely. Okay, so there was some you can talk about it more, but from my viewpoint there were some issues with what issues with work yep. about you posting yep. videos while on the job site yep. and all these people freaking out and whatever. So then you disappear. It's just like, where did my daily encouragement go? And you just, for six weeks for us, because you weren't posting the two weeks when you were in a hotel, were you? Um, I didn't a whole lot. I did like a couple of them in the hotel room, but I made it very, very vague, like where I was. We were very confused and concerned. So we missed our Scott D. Henry lives uh-huh. cooking dinner in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And we were very concerned. Uh-huh. And then, yay, when you came back uh, and we got to watch the show. So yeah. that was very exciting. That was a that was a crazy time. I, <laughs> I can talk a little bit about that. I had. Yes, do. So I had some people, even back then, way back then, I had a lot of people who hated me and they found out like just through the, like the truck I drive and seeing like the type of work that I did, they found out what company worked for and they were sending emails to my boss telling him like, Oh, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but the superintendent on your job is like dancing on the job site. And even though I would like wait until the job site, like the 
work day was over and then I would go out and do my filming and stuff like that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. They would still be like, he's in a company vehicle, he's breaking company rules. Like, and so my boss reached out to me and was like, um, hey, someone's writing emails. <laughs> You can't be doing this anymore on the job site. And and then he, this is one of my favorite stories because I love my boss. Like he supports me to this day. He's he's a stud. But in this email, he was very snarky. He said, hey, if you want to keep doing this and you think you're going to be famous, why don't you just move to Hollywood then, man? <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, when cbs reached out to me and when i found out i was gonna be on the show i called him up and i was like uh hey i'm going to hollywood <laughs> i love it and he, and he honestly sat there quiet for a minute and he goes how good did it feel for you to be able to say that to me i said yo, <laughs> yo it felt real good <laughs> that is amazing no, but we still keep in touch and even like uh, like I, I got home from tough as nails he found out that i won he was super, super supportive throughout the whole thing watched the whole watched every episode and would text me oh. afterwards and then like we hooked um he came out to utah and we went to top golf and he was like bro he said i saved the aim email that i sent you because <laughs> i knew i was being snarky and he said, I just am so happy for you. But it, he's, it was great. It felt really good to be like, um, yeah, I'm going to L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he can frame that email <laughs> and have you sign it and save it forever, forever or sell ever. it for a million dollars. Yeah, millions. You, so you've been married three times, but at separate times, not all together. We clarified that. Um, and your, your current wife, <laughs> let's call her the final wife just to stay the, on the positive side of things. Yes, She's just yes. fabulous. She really is. And, and I get a lot of comments of like, we're here for your wife. Yeah. Scott. You know that, yeah. right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I'm cool with that. As long as it's not same. the creepy guys. Cause same. <laughs> I don't, I don't even care if it's the creepy guys. Cool. Be here for my wife. She's. <laughs> I think she's super hot. She, good is, for, like, she really is. Good for me. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I give her credit all the time for me being who I am mm. today because mm. I don't think I would be without her. Yeah. Actually, I know, yeah. I know I know, I wouldn't be where I am today without her. And I give her 
all the credit. When I won Tough as Nails, the first thing I said was, Holly, you've given me everything. This is for you. Mm. And that was the moment when I, yeah, I won the finale. And I I wouldn't even have had the courage to go on the show without her. Mm. I, I wouldn't have the confidence in who I am today without her. I, I know for the first time in my life that I have a partner who has my back in any situation. That's awesome. That's awesome. And she'll, she'll stand up for me. She'll stand by my side. She's way smarter than me. She's way funnier than me. She's just, she's accomplished so much. She's also been through some hard things in her life. Mm-hmm. And she just, and that's what, that's one of our, the biggest things that we love about each other is that we're both fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been through some really crappy things in our lives, but we've, we've decided that we're just going to like, we're going to dig through it and get through anything that's been difficult. And we respect that about each other. And we love that about each other that, and that's one thing going into our relationship was like, okay, we've both been through hard relationships and they've failed. And we both feel like we were bailed on Mm. when we were both willing to put in the extra fight and the effort. And then that's like, when we come together, we're like, Hey, we're going to go through hard things. Like yeah. we're, yeah. we're blending a family. We, we both have like, I still have things that come up from past relationships that I need to like really focus on and like work on. Mm-hmm. And, but we both know that 100% like we're here for each other and we're not going anywhere. And, uh, and that's something that we never had in our previous relationships that we know for a fact that like we're, we're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good feeling. Right. And that's the thing, like marriage isn't easy. And I think a lot. So my husband and I, we didn't have an arranged marriage, but we had to marriage within our group. So you knew from a very young age who you're going to marry. So he's the only boyfriend I've ever had. And since I was 12. And um, so so we've been together our whole lives, basically. And kind of right before the pandemic, we hit a point where it was, we got to dig in and make some changes in our relationship or this isn't going to work. And then you're thinking, we've got 20 years put into this marriage and any other marriage isn't going to be any easier. So, you know, we've got kids and everything. And so we do truly like call it, it's, we have like a a baby marriage again. We've like cleared the slate and start fresh. We're both doing a ton of work individually Mm -hmm. on ourselves. Just realizing now, kind of like you said, you, you have stuff from your past that you think, oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm a healthy person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here it comes again. Oh, I'm not as healthy as I thought I right. was. Right. <laughs> I do need help. Shoot. Oh, oh no. I need to go back to counseling. I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's awesome to whether it's your first marriage or your third to have that realization of like, okay, we're in this and not that things still, you know, can't happen, but sure. you're both in it together where I think that's amazing. And like I said, this has kind of been a new thing for my husband and I, and it's, it's amazing place to pe- people like die. When I say I've been, the happiest in my marriage the last two years than I have in our entire life together, both of us. 
and it's cool. It's like, oh, wow, in our 40s, we're finally getting our stuff together. Well, can I, you should be so proud of yourself for Mm. that. Like, Mm. um, actually like recognizing that like, Hey, we need to make some changes right Right. now and to, and to see the benefits from it in two years and just being like, this is the happiest we've ever been. Yeah. That's, you have to give yourself some credit for that. And I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Congratulations. It's worth it. It's a lot of freaking work though. And it's why a lot of people don't do it. I think it's a lot of work. I agree. I agree. It is work. It's a lot of work. But I'm glad that but you found it. your person. Worth totally worth it. Totally worth it. It's it's a party every day now. Uh, <laughs> same. Same. So now you've quit your job and you're a uh-huh. full-time TikToker. Uh-huh. Influencer. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yay. So... And I've already talked about how bad I am at it. Like, I'm just bad at it. And I don't like, I don't know my own worth in this world, in this whole social media world. So it's like, when people are like, we'll send you a pillow if you just talk about it. And it's like, okay, like I can, I mean, I could use a pillow, but it's, but I've got 800 pillows in my house already. And it's like, oh no, I actually need to like set a price. Right. And I've got to negotiate Mm -hmm. and I've got to. Oh, I've got to stand up for myself and I've got, and you, and when someone, when you've been through something where your self-worth has been in Mm. the lowest of lows to where like you were considering like not being around anymore, like when you, like when you have had that feeling and then to be like, no, I'm worth a lot Mm, actually. And you're going to pay me for what I'm worth. That's, that's a really weird space for me to be in. And I'm still, I'm still very, very much trying to be um, more confident Mm -hmm. in my my dealings with brands and because no one there's so many like quote-unquote influencers and people that like will take a brand deal for nothing right will like post um product after product after product for nothing right and so for you to like have to stand your ground and be like no like i have this I have this many followers. I actually right. like, I, I can have a big reach and this is like kind of my numbers say that like I'm worth this much. Right. But uh, it's, it's, it's a real, it's a really weird position for me to be in. And if you have anybody that you know, who's a good manager. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you definitely need a manager. I know I do. You do. I I like do. you're at a whole, cause I know what I get at my level and it's yeah. I just have to delete 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 because it overwhelms my type of brain and so I know I'm losing out on some opportunities but I just can't and so I have to be smart for my mental health on like what uh-huh. I can handle you uh-huh. need a person you need I a know. team of persons I don't need a team you do. I need a, I, need a, I just need one good person yeah okay okay <laughs> you do we're gonna find you a good person you talk about being uh-huh. this dark place that you have been in your life. What age was that at when that you were kind of in your darkest? 35, okay. 36. Just, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. After divorce number two. Okay. It was, yeah, the lowest I've ever been. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you found Holly. Was Holly what do you feel like brought you out of the dark place or what was it? No, I don't want to see. And this is, 
I get I get a lot of comments and a lot of messages saying, um, you you saved me because like I was in a really oh, dark place yeah. and I saw one of your videos. And I never, ever, ever want to discredit that person from like the power that they've given themselves. So like mm -hmm. I always say, no, I'm really happy that my video made you like laugh and like uplift you. But you were the one who like chose to pull yourself out of a dark place. Right. You were the one who right. chose to give yourself another chance. Um, I was, I just was a big idiot who made a goofy video at, at a certain time. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And so as much as I want to say like Holly for sure is, is the reason I am who I am today, but I wouldn't have been prepared to even receive a Holly if I didn't work on myself first. Perfect. Um, I, I, I had to do work. I went to counseling. I had to, I had to get to a place where I liked myself before I could even open myself up for someone like Holly. And that took, that took time and it took work and it took a lot of realizing like the past 15, 20 years of telling myself that I wasn't good enough, that I mm -hmm. wasn't a, a good dad. I wasn't a good person. I wasn't a good husband. I wasn't a good son. I wasn't a good brother. Um, and being told that I was a loser and that I wasn't a good dad and that I I didn't deserve happiness and that I wasn't this and I wasn't that. And just because I had failed at a certain thing or that I had struggles in a certain area of my life that didn't define who I was. And it took a lot of time for me to get to where I liked myself again, where I was like, Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a good dude. Right. <laughs> I'm a good dude. And I deserve happiness and mm. I deserve someone to love me. And I deserve I deserved for somebody to receive all the love that I have to give. And that's when I was really, that's when I felt like I was really open and able to, um, to have a relationship with Holly. Okay. That's, that's awesome. I had to work on myself. Yeah, yeah. you do. If, if you don't like yourself, you'll never, you'll never, like, you'll never be able to have some, if you don't like yourself, you'll never believe that anyone else likes you. Right. And you'll never be able to have a true, like, intimate, genuine relationship if you're not happy with yourself. No other nope. one other person is going to create that for you. Nope. nope. And it's we are like... real good examples of that. <laughs> right. It's just, you know, another kid's not going to do it. A bigger house isn't going to do it. You got to nope. be happy with yourself. And yep. it's a hard lesson. Um, and I'm like I said, in my forties now and happiest, which is cool. Like I love that my kids get to see me like doing what I love now and truly happy with my relationships and my life. Yep. So that's, that's super, super cool to see you kind of, I mean, we've been watching you for so long now that I don't know. It's just cool. It's crazy. And I, I like what you said about the people like that have reached out to you. And I think there's a, for me, at least there's this difference of like what you said, someone's like, you saved my life. Cause I don't, I don't like that either where it's because it's not up to one per, like you said, there's one person can't make that change. And, nope. but what I have realized, and this is one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast is that whatever, you know, audience we're reaching, you can still impact people. You might not yep. save their life, but you can have this impact on people 
And that's what I've seen you do is you have like, even for my husband, when I showed him you, cause he doesn't have TikTok, I'm like, look at this goofy guy. And then we enjoyed like every time you had Holly on or whatever, we enjoyed together, you know, your goofiness and your lives. And even like him talking about you, he's, he'll tell other people, oh, you don't follow Scott. Um, no he's super positive and encouraged. Like, even though you don't know each other, you are encouraging my husband, you know, Aww. as a man, I think that's really cool because I think as women, we're more like, you know, can be attached and, you know, chat about anything. But for guys, it's maybe a little different. And so it's cool for me to see my husband, like, respect someone like you and not in like a, oh, you're God. But like, a, you're, he, I think it's because he knows too, like, you're a genuinely normal person. And like, Very. you guys have a lot in common. We have construction background and all that. So I think for him to see someone like you, being vulnerable, speaking about feelings, speaking about failing and overcoming things, it's a big deal. And I think yeah. that I commend you for that because I think as a man, honestly, like it's, it's in your position, it's, it is an impact. And I think, you know, I don't know. I just see how it affects or impacts my husband. And I think that's cool because I'm like, you're just normal dude, but you have this platform where you can encourage millions of other normal dudes. That, um, yeah, I don't want to get all mushy and emotional like I can, but I, that <laughs> that's means, what we that, love about you. <laughs> that means so much to me to hear that, um, about your husband. Cause there are a lot of men who are very uncomfortable when they see like a grown man be vulnerable and right. show emotion and show all the love that I have to give. Um, and to hear that like your husband like accepts that and like, um, per, like uh, he, that he enjoys it right? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because there are a lot of men, I get a lot of comments. They're just like you big baby. Right. Cause that's just not the normal the normal way a man should act right just, and it should be it should be and I think that's it's it's refreshing to see that and again with someone like you with as many followers as you have it's like this could be I always like I don't know I always look in the future but I'm like this could be a big deal like having a person like you being vulnerable and showing you know, even the you know, boys growing up or whatever, like this is okay because we were yeah. not raised with expressing our feelings at all. So that's one thing with our kids that we're definitely doing a lot different than when we were raised. So it's cool to see someone like you, this public figure that you could say, see, look, Scott's yeah. crying. It's okay. <laughs> Well, that's, that's why I do it. And that's as hard as it is to like be completely vulnerable and emotional in front of a camera for who knows how many people to see. I do it because of hearing about your husband and other mm -hmm. men who have said, thank you for showing me that I'm normal for showing emotion mm -hmm. and 
I, I do hope that I can help. I hope that I help my stepson right. be a, an emotion, be in touch with his emotions and know that it's okay to show that like I'm sad right now or I'm happy or that I love you or right. just anything. Like it doesn't have to be this weird, like nah, men are just, we hold on to our feelings and we swallow them and we are just stone faced. And right. that's just, it's so unhealthy because I was that for so long and I bottled up my feelings and my emotions and it would come out as anger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I would bottle it in Super and I wouldn't healthy. show my emotion. Yeah. And, and it would come out as just like this instant burst of anger. And instead of just like showing my emotions or telling how I'm feeling or actually like just speaking about my feelings and it's just healthy. And I hope oh, I can yeah. help more, more kids feel just normal showing being emotional right. and showing all their feelings. I think I just, I don't know. I just think, I mean, I like to say you're going places, but you're already like at places. So (laughs) have you arrived? Like, do you feel you've arrived? I don't. (laughs) Hopefully never, right? I do not feel that way. I hope, yeah, I hope I never get to the point where like I've made it. Yeah. You always want to be growing and learning. Yes. Yeah. And you have that belt behind your head there where, you know, you can always, at least I did that. At least I did one thing. Yeah, you have one thing, which was hilarious. The whole belt at your, where did you go, Las Vegas, when you lost the belt? I was loving that whole thing. It was a good you time. You knew it was a joke, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, I've been around since the beginning. I know. <laughs> that was fun, though. Yeah. There were a lot of people not happy about really concerned. They were, they were, they they said, we've called the hotel. (laughs) I have friends in Vegas who are going like from pawn shop to pawn shop looking for it. And I was like, oh no, call them off. Like the belt's in my room. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke. I read some of the comments and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. Me and Justin planned the whole thing. You can never believe what happens on social media. No, it's all fake. It's all fake. Uh, every news. single bit of it. I don't yeah. even cry. I like. It's I, all fake. I put salt in my eyes and make my eyes water. <laughs> I was wondering where you keep your bottles of salt water. You, <laughs> you have it built into your hat, so I can just like drip down on command. Yeah, there's these little clear tubes that just <laughs> run from my hat. And it just oh. No, we appreciate appreciate your real uh, emotions, and I have three quick questions. Oh, is this your rapid rapid fire, fire like, questions? Oh. Do you have a favorite book or a book that you would recommend to audience? One hundred percent. It's a full series. It's called Wizard's First Rule. It's the Sword of Truth series by oh, I forget the name. Uh, Terry Goodkind. Oh. Okay. I've never heard of this. I've so. read the series several times. I don't know if many of the listeners will know what it is, but okay. it is like a fantasy dragon oh, fun. Like wizard type thing. Yeah. Like, are my, you like I, a Harry Potter fan? No, I hate Harry Potter, okay. but, I love, but I love the Sword of Truth series. Okay. Oh, good. Well, this will be fun. And I'll put it yeah. in the show notes too. Okay, um, what's next? Where did you meet Holly? Or how? We met, we met on a blind date at the Cheesecake Factory. No way. Blind date, yes. <laughs> we were set up by my ex-wife's best friend. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I guess that's my ex-wife's ex-best friend. Okay. They don't really hang out any, much anymore, but yeah, she was 
she went to see Holly for injections for like Botox. Oh, and was like, yeah. hey, I know this guy. He's divorced and he's six seven. And Holly was like, deal, let's go. <laughs> I don't know if she can hear me right now. <laughs> she's she's going to run in here and be like, that's not how it happened. <laughs> Let me correct you. <laughs> so that's how you met. That's amazing. What a great story. Yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. And I, I almost... Last minute, I was, at again, twice divorced, living at my sister's house, and I was about to go to meet her at the Cheesecake Factory, and I told my sister, I was like, I'm calling this off. There's no reason for me to go on another date. Like, what am I doing? I've been, like, what's the point? And my sister was like, just go. What's the worst that could happen? And I was like, I don't know, third divorce. (laughs) Early would like to stay away from that. I'm so happy I went. Oh, yeah. We all are. We are very happy. We'll start calling you Ross Geller if you get divorced a third time. I relate to Ross. I bet. Okay. Third question. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Oh. I'm sure you have lots to sift through. (laughs) (laughs) This might take a long time. Oh, let me see. Let me go back through all of these compliments. (laughs) (laughs) um i think the the biggest compliment was that i was that holly allowed me to meet her kids Mm. um that was a huge compliment to me because i knew having getting to know holly and how protective she was of her children when she was like yeah i want my kids to meet you that was (sighs) very complimentary to me because that meant she trusted me Mm -hmm. um enough to meet her kids and to like put her kids in a situation to like be introduced to another man in their life. That was a huge compliment to me. So that's, I'll, I'll awesome. never forget that day. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. That's so meaningful. That's well, great. I, I really do appreciate you being on because this is going to be like, what's going to make my podcast just blow up. It's going to, this is going to be the one. Thanks for having me. I like talking to you. This is fun. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another one of my podcasts, which basically is an excuse for me to get people to talk to me. So I get to interview these people by saying, ooh, I have a podcast. And then they have to say yes. And then I get to talk to amazing, amazing individuals like Scotty Henry. So thanks guys for giving me excuse to do this. Also, you can find Scotty Henry on TikTok at Scott D. Henry. You can find him on Instagram at Scott D. Henry 31. And you can also find his new podcast, Sounds Like BS. So you definitely want to follow him. He's fabulous. He is just such a great account to follow. Highly recommend. I hope everyone has a fabulous day. Thank you so much for being here for another episode of the Shanty Pants Show. I really appreciate your support, so please leave me a review and some stars and share my show with all of your friends because I'm sure they will want to hear it as well. And if you just can't wait for next week and you need to know what I'm up to in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Official Shanty Pants and on YouTube and Facebook at Shanty Pants. See you next week. This is the moment. It's time to turn the page.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.